fucking therapy. <laughs> oh my god. If you can, if you have the need to it. Burn Bridges podcast, a digital archive of my besties and I surviving capitalism. Uh, my name is Luna Rosa, and I'm here with my friend DJ LV. Well, hello everyone. Welcome. Um, so first, just to get started, I want to ask you a little bit about yourself. What are some of your identities? Um, and then also your cutest features. Ooh, those are good questions. Okay, so a few of my identities, I identify as a woman of color with my pronouns as she, hers, hers, um, daughter of refugee immigrants that came over from the Vietnam War from Southeast Asia, um, and I think that's about it. How old are you? Yeah, oh, I'm like 25, gonna be 25 this year, I always forget. Oh God! I yeah. was like, "What? Oh, no, 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 no. How did that happen?" Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm 24, but I'm gonna be 25 this year. Mm-hmm. I talked to someone at work today that was like, "Oh, I'm 25." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, like we're the same age, but like they're obviously a year older." So I get that confused. I feel like I'm 25 already. Wow, that's sense. really good. Yeah, I guess it's just I don't know, but like I just feel a lot older and like like my life isn't together at this mm. stage. Where I've been like, "Yeah, I'm like already like three years into my job," but I feel like we're gonna yeah. talk about that later in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What are some of your cutest features and some of the, the your favorite things about yourself, like personality-wise or your soul or whatever? Favorite things about yourself? I think a few of my favorite things, I think, would be my style. I must admit, yes. I love my style. Um, I'm glad you're able to admit to that. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of stylish people don't. Yeah, at first I used to be like, oh, no, like, no, thanks. Or, like, I would give mm-hmm. back a compliment, too, but, like... I'm trying to be like accepting, like yeah, I do have good stuff. You do. Thank you. Um, a physical feature I would say would be my hair. I like my oh, hair. Your hair. Yeah. Um, yeah. my glasses. I do like my glasses. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah, yeah I feel like that yeah. goes with like your style. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you know how to pick glasses that like just look really good on yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but those I guess would be my defining characteristics. Wow, yeah. Yes. Oh my god, so beautiful. Um, okay. So one thing that I really wanted to ask you about mm-hmm. is your new job because we've kind of both we both graduated oh, at the same time. Yeah. yeah. So we both graduated in two thousand seventeen. In the spring, right? In the spring. In May. Oh god. <laughs> so it's like two years it now. Is, it is yeah, a little over two years. Yeah. Like a few weeks ago it came up on my timeline and I was like uh, this happened. Oh, yeah. Like, I survived capitalistic white academia for mm-hmm. four years. Yeah, and, like, now we're here. Yeah. In, like, real-ass capitalism. Yeah. How's that going? Um, It's all right, I guess. Like, so, you mentioned that we graduated two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, after college, I purposely made the effort, well... I personally made the effort to take a break after school because I was just, I went abroad and I came back 
I felt very rushed and like I got really depressed. Where'd you go? I went to Singapore oh, for like yeah, yeah. five, six months for Amazing. like the fall semester. It was great and it was like super awesome. I guess it was like in Southeast Asia. Um, and I got have, was like really privileged to travel with my parents before school started over there. And oh, like just okay. to see them like kind of in their element and like mm-hmm. not feel like like they can like blend in a little bit was really really cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, after that, I mean, but like total topic switch. Coming back and just being depressed. Like yeah, last semester of school, doing like my thesis and like trying to like catch up with everyone even though I haven't seen some of my friends for like a year because they were abroad the semester I was before I was abroad oh so like that was like really hard and then the next thing you know we're all graduating and it's like oh okay well like people have jobs lined up and like I don't have a portfolio ready Mm -hmm. yet I'm like maybe I'll just take some time and then that time of like my initial one month goal turned into like two years Um, yeah but it's I mean luck and time happens. I don't know. Capitalism's weird and like jobs are just come at your time. They do. Yeah. They do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing like that like we've talked about where like the job search process and how that's been for us. But then also because you graduated in 2017 and you've been working on your portfolio and you've been doing different projects and different things um and like there's definitely stigma against that yeah like do you like do you want to talk about that do you feel like you've like faced some of that stigma like transitioning from college to like your full-time design job oh yeah yeah yeah. what what was your major okay I majored in industrial design at a university in the midwest (laughs) um and it was pretty fun except like I felt very unprepared, and that was another reason why it took two years. Well, it ended up being two years until I finally got this job that I have now. So, yeah, and, like, going back to the stigma, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think at first my parents were, I mean, having parents of color who are refugee immigrants. I mean, I don't know. It's, like, immigrant parents view success as, like, capitalistic and like economic success is success success so it was like trying to have a conversation with my parents and be like hey like I'm not ready Mm -hmm. to get a job yet I feel very unprepared to get a job and I don't think I'm qualified and then just picking up different jobs like side part-time jobs that you know like I guess you don't really expect someone with like a quote-unquote bachelor's degree from a big u- big name university in the Midwest to have like after graduating when you're quote-unquote qualified for all these positions mm-hmm. yeah um yeah we've really been like queens of the side gigs yeah <laughs> for a no, while really. yeah like what side gigs have you had um this past semester I was tutoring second graders which was like no it was like maybe my worst okay um, yeah, because I, I thought it would be cute. Like mm-hmm. I signed up for it, and I was like, "This will be cute." And like all of them were kids of color too. Yeah. So I was like, "This is gonna be so cute." Um, and then they were actually just like, I mean, it's just one of those jobs that they just throw you in there. You're completely unprepared. Um, mm-hmm. to just like handle it and like 
you know, maybe part of the reason why some of these kids are not meeting their reading goals is because they're, like, maybe, you know, not, like, the kids that are really able to sit and they're kind of the kids that are goofing off all the time at least in my group I know that's not true for all the kids that were in the tutoring program but my group was all boys and they were honestly really sexist towards me and I wasn't expecting to receive that from second graders so it was a really hard one but no that's under yeah (laughs) I I, because I worked at a camp for people with disabilities and Mm -hmm. programming and like just watching like the younger boys interact and like run around and having to kind of like herd them to transition between activities yeah is a hassle so like yeah totally understandable yeah yeah what about you what are some of your psychics you've been doing yeah so i did i i mentioned doing um that program that program um i used to walk dogs on the side that was fun until I realized that they made you do it 10, like, 15 per tax, which is, like, a self-employment thing, and you have to pay 15% for your self-employment tax, so I don't do that anymore. Um, yep, I've yeah. been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, what else have I been doing? Oh, I've just been freelancing as a designer as well. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. I forget mm-hmm. about that. I think because you haven't had a full-time design job, and you've been, like, freelancing on and off for, like, the past couple of years, yeah. I think, like, people kind of forget, like, oh, yeah, like, because you've been doing multiple things, and it's, like, yeah. hard, and I feel like I'm kind of in a similar place, too, where, like, I don't know, I guess I wasn't expecting this conversation, but, mm-hmm. like, when people are, like, oh, what do you do, and then you're just, like, I have all these jobs! Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I'm, like, doing things, like, I would, like, volunteer with, like, refugee immigrants and help them apply for their citizenship test and help them with English Mm. and like yeah like I and it's like you tell I don't know if you've met this with other people where you tell them that you're doing multiple things at once but they're like but like what do you do what's your big day job and they're like I I mean all of these things I do during the day so like they're all my day job and I like want to be involved within like the community, but mm. I guess that's quote unquote unsuccessful. So, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's stupid. It's so stupid. And I think too, like, because like I think I've had a different route than you, where like I started working full time, oh, and then yeah. I was like, fuck this shit, yeah. and then I like quit my full time job, and I started just like picking up side gigs for money. Mm-hmm. That it's been like. I don't know, it's been weird because I feel like when I graduated, I had a job lined up, and there's, like, I mean, there is just such an ego boost from that. Mm -hmm. Like, let's be real. Like, when, like, when you're in fucking senior year and everyone's like, haha, what are you gonna do? And you're just, like, that bitch that gets to be like, oh, I already have a job. Even if it's not a great job, like, it was a non-profit job, but, like, just, like, the stress that comes off your shoulders that, like, when people ask you that question, you're able to, like, have something to say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? It's, like, yeah. it's definitely an ego boost because it's, because people are, like, oh, you know what you're gonna do, like, yeah. you know? People mm-hmm. praise you for that kind of shit, and going from that to, like, being, like, yeah, this is what I do, to, like, hitting a major point of depression, and then, like, working side side gigs and working multiple jobs to make ends meet. Yeah. It's like a shift. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Def- 
definitely. Yeah. And like you mentioned that it like it feels really good to have that like oh like a plan lined up mm-hmm. right after you graduate from college. And like I even have that now with my parents that I told them I got this job and they like the one eighty that they have done even within like the past week like two weeks that I've like had this job or like have known that I would have mm-hmm. this job, they're just like letting me like do things that I wanna do and like kinda stay out late on a weeknight, even though like my mom kinda like mentioned like, Oh, like make sure you come home like mm-hmm. oh you're kinda out like out late last night mm-hmm. at like ten thirty. But I'm like, I'm a grown ass adult. Yeah. <laughs> but then again that's what you have when you have like parents of color. <laughs> and when you're like living at home and yeah. maneuvering what those boundaries are with them. Yeah. yeah. Which I for everyone listening, I do live at home still. Um which is fine. I, yeah, I mean I'm not paying rent. Like it's capitalism sucks. Like I'm not collective know. living. Yeah. With your parents. They yeah. cook me food. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> and it's good food. Yeah. yeah. And you like like your parents. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like I'm like very privileged to have like a healthy relationship with my parents. Oh, yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like I guess like what has been the process of you job searching have been have you been job searching on and off have you like for the past couple of years like what what has been your process of like building your portfolio and then like when you've chosen to job search versus when you've chosen to like maybe not be job searching yeah um well hmm. portfolio i this sounds really bad, but I, like, would only work on it when I knew, like, it just got to a point where I would just work on it when I knew, like, someone had recommended me for a job. And, yeah. Like, that was, like, the first time I got it done because I'm, like, a very big perfectionist and people mm-hmm. pleaser, which is, like, a whole other, like, conversation for another time if we want to have it. But mm-hmm. it's just, like... Not getting my portfolio done or having just, like, the bare minimum of it done. Um, and just applying for jobs whenever I... I didn't really start applying for jobs until, like, maybe, like, five months after we graduated mm-hmm. from college. Because I just felt, like, very unprepared and my work would never be good enough to get a job. Um, but at the same time, I was, like, very upset because I knew people who were getting jobs that weren't. Mm. as qualified or like uh-huh. did the bare like get it by and did the bare minimum like barely the bare minimum and yeah. like we're getting your like kick-ass job that looks super great on social media like over Ugh. on the coast and it's like okay yeah but I would just yeah kind of when I felt like it more recently I went to New York on vacation with my aunt Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I can, like, actually make this happen. So I, like, revamped my portfolio a little bit and then started applying. And then, um, again, until I got this job that was, like, recommended to me by my friend, I was like, oh, I actually need to, like, do things to put my shit together online. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. And also, um, I forgot about this, but we have that Jupiter and Sagittarius thing. Yeah. Which we knew would turn out for us. Mm-hmm. We knew. We, like, you know, on your birthday, yeah. Yeah, we, we were, like, we're going to get our shit popping now. Yeah. Like, we we have, you're a Sagittarius, so it was Sagittarius season yeah. when yeah. you did this. 
Uh, we're like, we're gonna get our shit popping, and so far, so good. Yeah, like yeah. we've had our bumps. We've like yeah, we've both bumps. been depressed since yeah, then. Yeah, but like you know, Jupiter didn't promise us not to be depressed. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Jupiter was like, I mean, here's the things. Just like you got to do what you got to do with them, and we're like, ah. Uh. We'll right. wait till yeah. winter's over. <laughs> uh, my brain can't produce enough serotonin right now because there's sun and there's snow everywhere, but, like, maybe after Later. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like it's tour season now, mm-hmm. if that gives a frame of reference of time for us, yeah. our listeners. Um, my moon is also in Taurus, so, like, the season has just been pretty great. Yeah. Honestly. I have this, like, new job. and like. How did you feel when you found out, like, you got a new job? I was really excited. Yeah. Very nervous because I'm like, I don't know what I'm like. I literally, I, I was very nervous because imposter syndrome is really real. Mm-hmm. And to everyone who has someone telling you that you can't feel imposter syndrome, tell them to fuck off because you can still feel it even if you're not like super going to a prestigious Ivy League school and getting a PhD in something that you never did your undergrad in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, side note. <laughs> that's actually really specific. Yeah, but I mean, that's happened before, but like, I mean, but yeah, fuck that dude. Um, yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. But yeah, like imposter syndrome, because I literally scammed someone into giving me a design job, which I have never felt qualified for. I still really don't know Photoshop that well, but like, I mean, here I am. I got my first week of work done. and Yeah. Yeah, I, I survived. Ooh, girl. Real world capitalism. <laughs> One week down, yeah. 50 years to go. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unless I become like an Instagram model. I think you could really do that. I don't. I, I, I would like to, but at the same time, I'm like, that seems like a lot of effort. And I'm I think, scared of Mark Zuckerberg. So. <laughs> <laughs> I really, like, yeah, I'm like trying to like, go off the grid by 2030. Really? I joke about it, but part of me is like, you should really like actually consider it, because like, yeah, the government's scary. And Mark Zuckerberg so is scary as fuck, and also I don't know if he's a real human. Yeah, but yeah, I'm interrupting you. No, 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 you're good. Yeah. But yeah, so you were excited, and now you're still like feeling imposter syndrome, a yeah. little underqualified, which like everyone does like everyone always feels underqualified for like the tasks they're given I Mm -hmm. feel like especially as like women women of color it's like a constant thing Mm -hmm. um but I guess like can you tell us just like a snippet of what your position is because I just like want to ask you some questions about what you're doing but I'm not even sure what you're doing yeah yeah for sure um so right now I am a graphic designer the actual title is graphic designer um And I design transportation vehicles that you use your legs to pedal. I'm like trying not to be like specific, but like yeah, I design. So I design. I'm a graphic designer for bicycles. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you were trying to go around that, but I yeah, like I don't it. know because I'm like you know we talked about how the Midwest is really small, and I'm like I don't know like if anyone finds this, but like it's it's fine. The community that we live in is very small. Yes, yeah, yeah that's true. That is, yeah, it's a little too small. But it's okay. But yeah, I design bicycles, and it's really cool. So I do a lot of, like, promotional materials. So if, like, companies want to do, like, a giveaway bike, 
that has like let's say Pepsi or Coca-Cola on it, then I go slap a logo or like do maybe some more designs and detailing on it. And mm-hmm. like we print it either in shop or if they want like a thousand bites, we can send it overseas and get it produced and it comes back. So like I think that's really cool oh, that yeah. I have something that's like is actually made. Yeah, like, there's, like, an end product. Yeah, which is, like, really funny because when I graduated from college, I was, like, fuck product design, fuck industrial design, fuck, like, everything's disposable. I want to go into, like, the digital realm and do, like, user experience research. But, like, I'm just going to design bikes, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. and you like bikes. I do like bikes, yeah. yeah. But I'm not, like, one of those, like, skinny, tall, white dudes that just rides bikes and drinks craft beer. Yeah. That's like a thing. That's, oh, it's yeah. definitely a thing yeah. here. And I feel like any like any white city that you live in, it's mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. Like you just see like white men in beers drinking white men in beers, white men in bikes drinking beers. Yeah. But with beards. Like I thought you said beards, but like yeah, they all like have beards or like yeah. a lot of hair or something. But anyway, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, totally. Yeah. So then you got your job confirmed last week? It's when they made the offer? Oh, uh, yeah. So I got it. I actually got... Okay, so this... I can tell you more about how I found out about this position. Uh, so my friend from college had this girl that had a crush on him in his class. And she recommended him for the position. for the graphic, like, But he didn't go to school for graphic design. He went to school for like advertising and marketing or something. It's international studies or something. Um, but he had just recently accepted a job at this software startup, and he recommended me to the girl, and then I got, like, an interview right away. Wow. Yeah, and then just, like, had a weird interview where I did both an in-person interview, a phone interview, and a design portfolio review all in one, because I think it was, it was wild. It was, it was just, like, very rushed. Yeah, but, like, at the same time, like, I still got the job offer at the end of the year. Like, I was, like, pretty much hired on the spot. Yeah, yeah. No. I, like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't like, tell anyone this, because I'm, like, yeah. Like, a lot of people I have told this were, like, my friend that was, that recommended me and, like, my parents. Like, yeah. You got, oh, my God, what was that like? I've never, like, experienced that. Like, I didn't think yeah. that was real, to be honest. I think, I feel like I just got really lucky. Granted, like, I know I have the skills. Yes, you do. I do have the skills, and I'm qualified, even though I don't feel like I'm qualified. You I'm are. qualified to learn, and I learn fast. But, like, it was just really weird because it was just, like, very rushed. I felt really lucky. Sorry, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, yeah. The, so, the person in the position previous, like, prior to me was leaving. And it was, like, his, like, second to last day. So, they, like, needed to, to hire someone really quick. So, they're yeah. just like, yeah. And I guess, like, I don't know how many other people they interviewed for the position. But, like, mm-hmm. I, like, it was weird because I, like, am really bad at talking about my own design work and portfolio. So I just kind of showed them, like, three projects, like, two more recent projects and one project from school. And, like, it was really awkward. I don't know if they, like, thought I was qualified, if the design team thought I was qualified or, like, qualified or not. But I'm, like, I'm here and yeah. I'm ready to learn. So, yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. So, yeah. like, what is your work setting now? Like, you've been there for a week. Mm-hmm. Um. So before we get into, like, your first impressions and like all of that like can you, like what is the setting do you work in a cubicle do you work in a open space do you have a big team what's the diversity of oh, the staff <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Um. So it's like kind of like this like I don't know how to describe it with that. It's like this kind of dingy warehouse with offices attached to it. Cool. Yeah. Um, but the offices are, it's, like, kind of an open office with the creative team, and the mm-hmm. creative team is literally four people right now. So it's, like, me and, oh, like, three okay. other people. So it's a really, really small company. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's like, a really small company, but they do a lot of stuff. Okay. So, in terms of, like, like <laughs> Yeah. If that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. And so then, yeah. it's really small. Does that mean you're the only person of color? Uh, or are there other people of color? Yeah, so as of right now, all I know is there's... Actually, the person who I took over the job, they were a person of color. Okay. Um, so we have, like, the office workers, like, the salary workers, and then there's, like, warehouse workers and temp workers. And there's, like, one other person of color in the warehouse that I've, like, tried to wave to. I, like, don't really know mm-hmm. like, on a personal level. Like, I haven't really talked to them at all. But, I mean, it's, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, it's so weird coming from my house with my parents. That's a very, like, decolonized space. And, like, having friends of color mm-hmm. and, like, queer friends and, like, having to go to, like, that space <laughs> is different. But Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what it's like to be part of be like to work a job, I guess. Yeah. A, a, a big girl job, as I like to tell my parents that I do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you have your like big girl job or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So what is like? I guess from your first week, mm-hmm. I know like we talked maybe on your first day. Was yeah, it, it was on my your first, first okay. day. That okay, so we talked day. on your first day. Can you tell us about your first day? Okay. Yeah. So my first day actually wasn't too bad. Okay. Um, it wasn't too bad. Like the creative team was really cool. The office people were really cool. Everyone, it was just like really overwhelming because they're like, meet this person, meet this person. This person's the manager of the warehouse. This person's our vice president. This person's our like IT person. And then like, so it was pretty cool. Um, I was just like pulled to mess around and design some bikes for fun. So I did that and it was cool. Just kind of like learned the logistics of like how to design like final decals for Mm-hmm. Like, and like how to size them and stuff. Um, and then lunch comes around, and I'm like walking out of the building, and I'm like, meet this dude that's just sitting on the curb, and I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's pretty young, like maybe around my age. He's a white man. <laughs> um, and I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, what's your name? And we introduce ourselves, and then like out of the blue, he just goes like, so like, you don't have an accent. And I'm like, what the actual fuck is going on? I'm like, yeah, like I don't. I'm from here. I'm you know, and he proceeds to do the whole, like, oh, so, like, where are you from? Like, oh, so, you're, like, you don't have an accent. I don't know. Like, I just was, like, why do you not think I have an accent? And, like, just, like, something about, like, foreign parents. And I was, like, okay, this is just awkward. And then at the end, I was, like, okay, by the way, just, like, next time I, like, you meet someone and they don't have a quote-unquote, like, English name or, like, or, like, they just look different, don't assume that they're, like, not from here. Yeah. Um... It was just, like, really awkward, and I think I, like, was driving. It just, like, really stressed me out. I was very overwhelmed, so I called my mom and told her about that and, like, actually cried about it, but she's like, no, it's okay. Like, just, it's okay. Just, like, let it go. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Just, like, but, like, now every time I see him, I just, like, don't make eye contact with him, that person. Um, 
Well, okay, I just want to say that's, like, really beautiful that you called your mom in that moment. You yeah. were, like, vulnerable with her. Yeah. That's really nice, but I'm sorry that that no. happened, because that's fucking shitty. Yeah. And, like, what's wild is, like, oh, but the rest of it, actually, I'll finish, like, the rest mm-hmm. of the day at work, and then I'll, like, talk about what happened when I went home, because that was, like, really interesting, and, like, just, like, hmm. But, so the rest of the day happens, and I, like, was just trying not to think about it. Mm-hmm. I called you during lunch, and just told you what happened. Um, yeah. Let's see. Oh yeah, I like was like kind of like putzing around on my computer, and like the other person on the creative team comes in, and he's like, "Hey, I heard this dude asked you if like why <gasps> you don't have an accent," and he's like, "Yeah, just like don't like he just is an idiot, so like don't even mm-hmm. like he has like kind of a track record of just being saying not intelligent things. Granted, like that's not like and the, I mean." Apparently he had, like was like talking about Game of Thrones one time and like how he didn't like Game of Thrones but he like didn't even watch the show or something. I don't I don't know. I mean, granted, like that was like somewhat comforting, but at the same time I was like that like doesn't really. Yeah, like, but, like when white people try to like comfort you and you're just like it's yeah it doesn't transfer. Yeah. 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 But like I went actually went home and I like told my mom about my first day and then I had dinner with my, both my parents. And I, like, actually was, like, hey, dad, like, this happened at work today. So, like, some guy, like, assumed, like, I just, I wasn't from here because mm-hmm. I am obviously a woman of color and, like, I don't have an English, my real name isn't an English name. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, like, yeah, like, that happens sometimes. And, like, the fact that we had a con, like, the fact that, like, families of color have had this conversation, like, have conversations about race mm-hmm. and, like, especially here in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. like it's like not like it's like oh another day at the dinner table where we talk about race and like what happened today and like oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's just they're like oh it like happened so don't worry about it and like sometimes that's gonna happen in the future but you just gotta like keep oh, working yeah. and i'm like that sucks but like at the same time it's like i'm so glad that my parents i'm like able like we're all vulnerable in that sense yeah and, like, are able to be like yeah like this happens but like how can we just like fuck white people pretty much yeah 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 oh fuck white people yeah but that's also like wild because i think here in the midwest like one thing that like i've noticed is like talking to older people of color like people who have been here since like maybe were born here Mm -hmm. or like have been here since like the 70s or 80s and like they've just grown up here and like it just feels like there's such a cultural difference between people of color that are here mm-hmm. now that are young people and like our parents and our elders in the community because they're so likable to white people and it's like almost upsetting sometimes to me the fact that like I see older people of color that are like they've basically just dealt with the bullshit yeah and like it's like what else can you do here it's like you know it's like we're not in a big city where you can just be like well fuck these white people like i still have this like big enormous thriving community of like my people that i'm around it's like fuck white people and like you're also in a very small kind of isolated community and it just it's different and it, Mm -hmm. it just feels different and it feels I don't know, it's, like, hard. It's yeah. hard because it's, like... It's just... Yeah, I totally know what you're yeah. talking about. Because it's, like, you talk to, like, elders and older 
people of color who have, and they're just like, you know what, you just put your head down before work. Yeah, Versus, like, you just put your head down and you continue working. Yeah, and like, you don't want to lose your position, you don't want to lose your job. But if you talk to other young people of color, um, like my siblings and cousins, like, we have conversations about this where we're like, who's the HR person? We gotta fucking, like, rat on this person. Get this bitch fired and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's like, and it's so different because, like, it's wild because, yeah, my parents are like, just put your head down and work and, like, just try your hardest and make yourself, like, the best worker there. Try to be the best worker you can oh, be. Oh, and, and I, I hate that. And I understand, and it's like, oh, yes, I want to because I'm such a big people pleaser, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but, like, no. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be the, like, I wanna be the best, but, like, that's me just being really competitive and, like, but that's also maybe me playing into capitalism. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, no that's real. I'm really competitive and I don't know if it's, like, you being an Aries. <laughs> yeah! It's, like, is this me being an Aries or is this just, like, me and the way that I've internalized capitalism? Because it's both. Like, mm-hmm. I think that there's times that I'm, like, I'm a naturally competitive person. And I think that's okay in certain arenas, but I think the way that, like, capitalism sets up competitiveness, it, like, takes me way out of, like, you know, my fucking shit. Yeah, but that's, like, a really big generational difference. Mm -hmm. How do you feel now at the end of your first week? I feel a little bit better because at first I was really nervous to ask questions and everyone's like, just ask questions. Just like ask all the stupid questions and ask stupid questions. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like being a woman of color, it's hard to be vulnerable in like spaces of whiteness where everyone expects you. Like you need to, I, I just feel very obligated to know what I'm doing, yeah. everything I'm doing all the time. Because if you don't, then it's like, oh, then she just doesn't know what she's She's stupid. Yeah, she's stupid because she's, you know, a woman of color. She's like, and I feel like what we were just talking about, like our own internalized and like our parents, like you have to work twice as hard, Mm -hmm. you know? It's like that's what white people think too. Yeah. Like that's what they expect from us. They expect for us to work twice as hard, to be twice as qualified, yeah, to get to the same positions as them. So it's like, how can you be vulnerable with them? Yeah. And their mm-hmm. expectations are fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But like I, I, as I've continued this week throughout the week, I've like been better at asking all the questions that I have. Or like, hey, how do you do this? Or like, hey, can you check this out? Or like, can you check out this ugly ass bike I designed for this stupid ass like <laughs> dumb company? Like I. I'll just leave it at that. But, like, it's just, like, yeah. <laughs> where they don't, where they, they literally give you, like, a fucking screenshot of something that you have to, like, fucking make this whole bike wrap with, and it's, like, not doable. But you just gotta make it work. And, like, yeah. I, I mean, I still feel a lot of imposter syndrome because I was told to Photoshop something today, and I fucking can't. I never learned Photoshop in school because I somehow got away from Photoshopping things. Because yeah. I just try to take good pictures from the get-go, and... That seemed to have worked in my favor so far. But this weekend, I'm going to be spending the time doing Photoshop tutorials, trying to, you know, make, my, make myself not feel like an imposter. Does that make sense? Which yeah. sucks, but, like, at the same time, it's like, I kind of am making, like, 
I want to be photoshopping something I like to do, so maybe like an illustration of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm. keep an eye, keep an eye out. Ooh, DJLV yeah. coming LV. for you. Yeah. <laughs> coming oh at God. you with some, some drawn little doodles or something. Yeah. Um, okay. <clears throat> Let me think, like, one last question to end on. In terms of, you started your first week, which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. I guess, if there was something that you could tell yourself two years ago, what would that be? Like, if you could give, like, any words of, like, encouragement or advice to, like, where you were either two years ago or a year ago, what would that be? Bitch, get to fucking therapy. <laughs> oh, my God. If you can, if you have the need to. Or, like, <laughs> yeah. you should have just started, like, SSRIs earlier and, like, antidepressants. But, like, yeah, just taking care of mental health and, like, mental health is and should be a priority. Mm-hmm. But it's just not because... I mean, yeah. taking care of yourself versus, like, being able to produce money for someone and yourself yeah. in order to take care of yourself, which doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Like, just take care of yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I definitely want to follow up with you about that because yeah. it's hard to, like, fucking go to a job when you, like, are fucking depressed and have, like, mental health stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. So I definitely want to follow up about that and, like, see how we're both feeling at the end of the summer with, like, all the new things we're starting. Yeah, for sure. Um, Of course. Yeah. But thank you so much. Of course. And I'm super proud of you. And not just because you got this job, because, like, fuck this job. I don't really care that you... Like, I care that you got it because, like, it's important to you, Mm -hmm. you know? But, like, I don't care that, like, you have a job now versus when you didn't have a job. Yeah. But, like, I'm proud of you regardless for, like, the journey. You know, like, the whole two years. Like, not just this fucking job. Like, you know, like, I'm proud of you in general. Yeah. So, thank you. No, thank you for having me on. And you too. Nice. Fuck capitalism. Woo! Fuck capitalism. Okay. Bye.